0: Hello, hello, good afternoon if you're tuning in from the Channel Country via Desert Rock FM and good whatever time of the day it is if you're one of our valued podcast listeners. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Errol Parker and you are listening to the Batuta Advocate Radio Show. Yes, hello, I'm
1: Clancy Overall and thank you for joining us today. We're coming to you live out of Koala Mattress Studio on Daru Street in downtown Batuta in the Old City District here. Now remember, use the code Blinky Bill, all one word, to get $150 off your next Koala Mattress. Head to
0: koala.com for that deal. Now, joining us shortly will be a well-regarded and highly decorated dual-code international footy player. He's done a fair bit in his career, most
1: recently making an appearance on an extremely popular reality television show, Survivor. He's also
0: here to talk about the Super League days, the Wallabies, what's wrong with the Wallabies, what's wrong with Rugby Union in general, and a bit about himself. We are, of course, talking about Matt Rogers you're listening to errol
1: parker and clancy overall editors of the batuta advocate on desert rock fm well here we are with a queensland icon uh matt (laughs) rogers one t that's right no d no d
2: how are you mate (laughs) i'm good yeah I'm, i'm good life's good yeah family's great yeah just uh wrapped to be here with you lads love thanks, what mate. you do so it's well, exciting to be here, Matt.
1: thanks it's great you know with, with all, the, all the stuff that's been happening with your survivor it's great that we could manage to
2: get you in the western queensland channel country just for an interview today yeah yeah nice well um yeah it has been a, a bit hectic it's um it's been a bit of a whirlwind this whole survivor thing it was a lot of fun it was bloody hard i got really hungry mm. and um when i'm hungry i'm i am hungry i am i i I get pretty angry. Hangry. One of those hangry sort of dudes. So I was always, I was a bit concerned about that, about chewing someone's head off or something. (laughs) But I actually handled it all right. I actually got into a bit of a groove. So it was good.
0: So how long were you out there? 37
2: 37 days I was in the show for. So, um, yeah, a bit over a month, which uh, doesn't sound like a long time, but uh, yeah. It's funny. I, I was saying the days would go slow, but the time would go fast. Yeah. If yeah. you sort of like, you like one day, be like, shit, this is a long day, and then before you knew it, there was a week gone. Yeah. yeah and yeah. another week. So yeah, it was it was thirty seven days of of um, basic torture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not being fed, thinking about food. And, did yeah, you right. did
1: you back yourself a bit better than the others as a, as an ex athlete?
2: You know, you look like you're still quite fit. Yeah, well, I knew I would go right in the challenges and stuff, um, but it was the social side that I was sort of concerned about. Yeah. Well, actually, I wasn't concerned about it, but I've sort of always sort of taken a bit of a lead role in in a group of people. Like I just, I just like getting stuff done. I just hate, and and I've watched Survivor before, and and just people just sit back and they Mm -hmm. just, they just wait for stuff to get done. The 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 beauty of our tribe though was there was a few like pretty high achievers in there, so. When we sort of got to camp, it was like, all hands on deck. Let's just get, get done what we need to get done. There was no like worrying about who was doing what or whatever. But um, there was certainly a few um, people who did a, a little less than others. Mm. Say, Passengers. say So drifters <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> show up, or blisters show up when the work get, work's yeah. done. Yeah, the it's like, oh, you built a shelter. Oh, I must have been in the toilet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did, you, did you find when you when you pop your head up and you kind of – you know, in in a show like Survivor, you you'll kind of. Uh, you're just trying to be you a contestant and the, you might have like an old Sharks fan kind of just chipping at you, asking questions about your, your footy career. <laughs> or, or better yet, someone behind a camera just giving you the nod. Oh, I've seen you play before, mate. Yeah,
2: there's a little bit of that. Not not from the contestants so much. Damo, who, who, uh, Damien Tomlinson, who's an uh, ex-commando who had his legs blown off in yeah. Afghanistan, he's a bit of a footy tragic, uh, big Roosters fan. We got on really well, not because he was a footy, like, and he wasn't like a fanboy. He was yeah, just a yeah. good bloke. He loved his footy. Um, and Steve, you know, was raised in Queensland. Steve Willis, so he liked his footy too. So, but again, not not a fanboy, just just a good bloke. And um, you know, they were easy to get along with. Those lads, I
1: suppose. A lot of it goes out the window too. It doesn't doesn't matter. You know, if they if they grew up worshiping you worshiping you as a footballer, they're still got to compete with you. And yeah, they want the half a mil.
2: Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah, they were yeah, coming yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> nah, those two definitely weren't. They were good good guys. Half and a mil comes before an autograph anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, well, I could charge them for it. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> So,
1: uh, w- what's it like? You've been, you've been laying low past few years. This is the first kind of thing we've seen of you of late. I mean, I've seen a bit well, of... Well,
2: first thing of any note, I did do Dancing with the Stars, yeah, but yeah. we don't talk about that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you could yeah. move, though. I remember that. I remember that. You could Me- move. Media-wise, um, or TV-wise, yeah, it's the first sort of thing that I've sort of been out there. And, and I mean, I think the show's done pretty well. So, yeah. it's quite funny. You know, I've got this, this new group of fans. You know, when I did... Um, dancing with the stars you know I've got all these like old ladies with purple hair wanting photos and stuff <laughs> <laughs> I was like did you follow footy no no I love your dancing you know your waltz was beautiful the other night and then and then just this morning at the airport there's this little like seven year old girl she's like oh he's on Survivor you know and the yeah. mum comes up get get a photo and yeah, no idea that I was a footballer. Yeah, I yeah, just right. absolutely, like, she just wouldn't know, you know, yeah. and I, I didn't even have to ask her. I just So it's sort of cool, you know, it's sort yeah. of you, you sort of get to, um, you know, meet another generation of people, and, you know, all my all my little girls' uh, friends at school were stoked that I was on Survivor and the teachers and stuff. So it sort of opened up a, a sort of a bit of a new world, and, um, yeah, it's, it was cool.
1: It's funny, though, because,
2: like, most, how old are you now? Um, how old do you think I am?
1: How I, old do I look? I reckon you, you could pull uh, mid thirties. Really?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mate, I'm
2: forty two. Forty two. But see, 40- I
0: reckon you could still be playing though. Yeah, you no, know, that's that's. I could. I reckon
2: I could still go around. Yeah. yeah. I honestly reckon you could throw me out yeah. there and I'd go, I could match it for a yeah. game. <laughs> I couldn't do a season.
0: I reckon you head to head with Quaid. I'd yeah, go. I think. Yeah. Take him yeah. down. How, how's it? All right. <laughs> this is people are going to be listening to this. Quaid's a gun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There'll be people listening <laughs> to this. All right. How about we just put this out.
2: Auckland Nines put me in. Put him in. The Sharks talked about it a couple of years ago, and it just—I was working for the Commonwealth Games at the time, and I was just super busy, and it just couldn't work. And then one of the um, one of the do-gooder board members said, "Oh no, we're taking an opportunity away from a younger player. I mean, no, no, you're risking a younger player and getting injured. That's yeah. <laughs> put me out there, for give me, me a crack. Yeah, give it's me because Get- I, I stay in shape. I, I still train and stuff. I don't lift any weights or anything, but." Um, uh, I, w- I was excited when when uh, I got the phone call from from Flano. He said, "Would you are you up for it?" I'm like, "Yeah, mate, I'm up for it." Yeah, and um, it just didn't didn't come to fruition. But uh, I'd love to to run around in the Sharkies jersey again yeah. and go over and play in the Auckland Nines. it Would be a lot of fun.
1: Well, it, it is interesting now because at your age, forty two, that's when most people's careers start taking off but you know footballers careers are over by 42 so it is good that you've got this new birth because you like you know it's it's yeah you've got to rebrand or
2: you new career or you, even man i'm ready you know yeah. i mean not for footy but for life <laughs> yeah. um you know i I've, i honestly feel like my best years are ahead of me and mm. and it's it's bizarre because I, I like i you know my dad went through a pretty tough time it's pretty well documented you know part yeah. you know he, he dealt with he dealt with depression and you know took his life and it was it was a tough time but i i, I really feel like it was because he thought his best years were behind him. Yeah. You know, he'd played for Australia, he'd done yeah. all that stuff. And, and I can see that being a real burden for mm. professional sports people in any field, mm. you know, particularly in the professional field. But um, no, I've got a lot on the go and, you know, I feel like, you know, life's just getting started. Yeah. Well, what have you been, been up times? to? Outside well, of. Outside of um uh, you know, uh, well we just, a, a grueling we just touch- reality <laughs> television. Yeah, well we just shot a reality TV show. Yeah. Uh, our one though, not not Survivor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it and it and it. What, what it's for? Um, uh, our charity. My wife and I's charity. Yep. So we we shot that. Keeping up with the Rogers. Yeah, sort of. Prior <laughs> prior to prior to going away to. Um, to Survivor and then coming back shooting it after, so in the middle I was sort of in Survivor, so I left a lot on my wife's plate. We shot a we shot a show. It's called Maxing Out, yep. and and what we've done is with my son who's autistic, his name's Max, and yep. we took um, three athletes. Well, they're not athletes actually. We took three people <laughs> mm-hmm. and we threw them into sort of like a really <clears throat> tough assignment, like tough environment, and said, "Right, I sink or swim." and sort of to sort of max them out, yeah, yeah. and sort of sort of a play on my son's um, name. But also, we wanted to to push these people to the limit yep. and see how they achieve it. And because we knew if they got to the end, they ju- it would change their life in a to a degree. They would yep. feel like wow, I can do so much more than what I thought I could.
0: Yeah.
2: And uh, and they did it. And uh, so Channel Ten picked the show up, which is great. It'll be on at the end of October, and uh, also it'll be on Nat Geo around Asia Pacific. I think it's going to sort of be beamed into about half a billion households. In yeah, the yeah, world. yeah. So right. it's pretty, pretty exciting. Got a bit going on. So Max is Max yeah. is excited. Well, Max has really got no not much of an idea. He was actually excited when I got voted out of Survivor so he didn't have to watch it anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> I said, not didn't, you didn't have to watch it in case you made me. <laughs> like, Watching dad day. go hungry yeah, for a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that show actually sort of what we wanted to do was sort of mirror the journey of people in a struggle mm-hmm. with the journey that we had with Max when he mm-hmm. was yeah. diagnosed with autism. So in the beginning we were sort of lost, we didn't know where to turn, we didn't know, you know, we were angry and frustrated. And then now, it's amazing. You know, We got the right answers. We went down the right path. We got mm-hmm. the right treatment. Max is now about to graduate um, year six yep. and go into high school. Um, so he's just changed our life for the better. Mm. And we thought, if we can get these guys through this, mm. um, they're going to come out the other end yeah. better for yeah. it. Parallel and, as well, yeah. yeah. And they did. So we, we had, my wife was one person. Um, and she hated it. She hated me putting her in it. She loved it in the end, yeah. and that's the story. Um, ben Hannett, who played yeah, rugby you know, league, great another great Queenslander, yeah, no. and Ash Bradnam, um, yeah, right, yeah. So those three people, we took them to Germany to do a do a, a long course triathlon, which is a three point eight k swim, one hundred and eighty yeah. k bike ride, and a marathon, one hundred and eighty so, clicks, <laughs> and a marathon, and a marathon <laughs> after it. They had to all do it within fifteen hours. Oh. and they had four months to train. And get himself ready for it. Jeez. So yeah, it was. It's it's, the show's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look. You know, it's my show, so I'm talking about. But it is like I've watched it. I'm gone wow. This sounds tougher than Survivor. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Definitely the hard. Like I've done a few of them. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. (laughs) Harder than Survivor. Survivor's a walk in the park. They feed you in Survivor, and they look after. I mean, (laughs) I don't look after you. Like you get fed every day. You don't get a four month run up. no, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) Now uh
1: tell us a little bit about uh kind of where where are you living now, Gold Coast? Goldie. Is that so yeah, th- that that
2: the G C that's kind of home to you? Yeah, look, I'm not locked in there. Um it, well, you know, my wife and I have often talked about it. We're both you know, we both lived in Sydney, you know, in those earlier years and mm-hmm. you know, my wife Chloe had a, you know, pretty big career down here in the media and, and modelling and, and so on. So if something came up, we'd certainly look at moving. But you know, it's just easy up there. You yeah. know, life's so easy. Yeah. It's you know. But the, you, you the moved there as a teenager. Yeah, we yeah. went there as a nine-year-old yeah. and and came back as a seventeen-year-old. And people ask me, well, but you, why did you play for Queensland? Well, I, I played for Queensland my whole life. You know, yeah. From night from under 12s, under 15, open yeah. school boys, and my mum's one of 13 kids born in Queensland, yeah. and I've got about 4,000 cousins from Queensland, so yeah. I well, thought it was mate, the right there's much to- more controversial
1: Queensland selections than you, I think. Oh, mate, yeah. absolutely,
2: there are. There's lots.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about that. You were, you were playing in an era when you could code hop? You know, we, 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 you can still do it, but people were doing it a bit more. You had Lottie, you had Wendell, Wendell, Myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Andrew Walker, and, yeah, walks, and then. So, ha, how was that? Was that fluid for you guys back then? Was there were, were people ta- taking taking pay cuts for one
2: hopping codes, or we weren't taking pay cuts? No no, <laughs> no, 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 no. We definitely weren't taking pay cuts. Well, <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I'll, I'll say it was, um, it was, I think it was handled a lot better. Uh, you know, I think um, the the way that the AU welcomed us, the, the way that the playing group welcomed us and and managed us, you know, I feel like there were a few people that left after us and it was sort of like a bit of a sink or swim yeah. scenario for yeah. them and, and they sort of didn't – it just didn't quite – Can they do it? Yeah. Mm. Well, and I suppose
0: it was, you know, it, it was a, a golden era though of, of
2: yeah, a, a, a you rugby. Yeah, and rugby was winning everything then and then we we came when they were winning. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it,
0: it was hot off a World Cup. You know. Yeah, it
2: was. Um, I, you know, I think Eddie Jones was really receptive to it. You know, Bob Dwyer, who was my coach at the Waratahs in that first year, was really receptive to it and really um, took me under his wing personally and really sort of, you know, got me ingrained yeah. into the culture and, and what I needed to do to succeed in the game. Um, I, you know, I think it was. It was, and, and sort of, sort of sometimes, you know. I look back at that time and I, th- I, I sort of wonder what made it so good. I, I don't know. Maybe we were just good enough, mm. you know, and we were good enough to do it. Um, and, and and we won a bit, you know. Yeah. So it helps when you're winning, you know. And, and we sort of probably, you know, we, we made it to that final and we sort of made it made it to the final of the World Cup and people didn't give us a hope and we yeah. did. And it sort of, you know, it gave the decisions to bring us over, you know, a bit of a tick, yep. you know. Yeah. Whereas... You know, if, if players come over now and it doesn't work, then, you know, people get sort of, you know, hammered and it's just, yeah, it's just, I don't know. they, they got to, I mean, rugby could probably do with a few rugby league players at the moment. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, need now. something. Were you, uh, were you, did you catch a bit of ghetto? Were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played with gits my whole time so yeah. he 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 was a 18 year old kid when he when he rocked up on he was on the first my first european tour it was Gitz's first tour with the yeah, wallabies right. he hadn't played super 14 at the time and he, he came on that tour with us he was a cheeky little bastard yeah but that's it
1: i'm i'm seeing parallels is is are there would you see parallels between him and some of these these brats that they're talking about nowadays in in australian rugby like do you think maybe they need to just fuck off to france for a little while and come <laughs> back with a with a cool head
2: uh i think what Gitz had, Gitz, Gitz had like a cheeky little, he was a cheeky little bugger, mm. but he was so determined and he mm. worked hard, yeah. so he had the respect of the older players. Yeah. And then when you got the older players like, you know, Todd Ikefu and, and David Giffen and, yeah. you know, Joe Roff. And Larkin. And Larkin. Like, yeah. they, they wouldn't let him get, yeah. no one let him, they they just call him. Yeah. Whereas yeah, now... Yeah. If you try to shut a young kid, like they cry, yeah, and yeah. it's like, yeah. oh, they're teasing me, and you know, oh, like, like, they're, uh... just, they're not. They, oh, like they just—they take the social media. <laughs> oh man, it's hilarious! Like harden oh. the heart, will ya? Yeah, like, yeah. It just blows my mind. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, so
1: you—it's you, not really that comparable. It's—it's it's, nah. You're dealing nah, with G- you're divas deal, you're dealing with I guess divas. Uh, oh, to man, a honey, yeah. Just,
2: yeah. Gitz was one of the hardest workers, mm-hmm. you know, and and he, and he he knew he didn't come in. Ex- he didn't come in entitled yep. he came in knowing he had to prove himself mm. and he did which i you know and I, and i think the whole um you know the the, re, the reality of Gitz you know finishing up at the wallabies probably prematurely was due to a personality clash with him and the coach i think more than and that wasn't him being a diva that was him be, believing in a, a, a vision for the team and the coach not yeah. believing having yeah. a different one and you know, when you got two strong personalities there, someone's got to go. And, mm. yeah, you wasn't going to let the coach go. He was there. You know, their golden signing from, you know, got Robbie Deans from New Zealand. and
1: Sleeper cell. Sleeper cell. <laughs> yeah. And, had, you know, I mean, and
2: Phil War was the same. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, yeah. Phil War had that same issue with him and, and he didn't end up playing anymore and retired, you yeah. know, which was, I reckon, a huge loss to Australian rugby.
1: Did you catch a little bit of the, the cowboy antics of the Super League? Was that? Was that? Was that? Was there still like those? Yeah, I was all. I was. I was.
2: Mate. I was in the meetings setting up the new competition. I was there. Yeah. yeah so you yeah. weren't.
1: You weren't. You, were, you were having those dodgy meetings yeah, in KFC mate. car we parks. Having, and- we were going to run our own competition. <laughs> yeah. We were
2: having dodgy meetings in five star hotels, getting picked up by limos. It wasn't that yeah. dodgy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. I remember us. You know when they. But I remember when they. Um, they can't. like the the Super League got canned. Yeah. yeah you yeah. The you won all the, yeah. the court cases and stuff and. So we're having meetings. I'll never forget this. So, like, I was eighteen years old, nineteen years old, and I'm I'm sitting in these meetings, and they're talking about, all right, we're going to run our own competition. I'm sitting there. I just want to play footy. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. I don't have to run anything. Just yeah. tell me where to go and train and play. And I tell you, it was um, it was tough times. But um, how old you would have been?
1: Just I was a teenager. kid. Yeah. yeah. So
2: so when it all happened, I'll never forget it. Like we we were in WA. We're in WA playing the Western Reds. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful it, rugby Found league that. institution. Yeah, institution. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we get no, this is how it went down. We win against the Reds. We come off the field. We get come into the up the race at the whacker, into the dressing room, through the dressing room, still in our kit. Get ferried straight onto a bus. Don't worry about your bags. Don't worry about everything. They're all at the hotel. And I'm thinking, what really? the hell's going on? We are sitting on the bus in our team kit. We get to the hotel. In your we all get given individual rooms. Yeah. So There's no room in. No, no roommate. This yeah. never happens yeah. in rugby league. You're, you've got a roommate. It's like, well, who's paying for this? But we're thinking, oh, just, this is a party. They're celebrating our win. We all, they said, meet us in the ballroom in you know, half an hour. I think mobile, mobile phones were just around like – they were sort of working then, mm. but no one was texting each other because yeah. you know this just, just wasn't happening back then. Mm. We, so we go down to the ballroom. We go in, there's big tables and a big bowl full of beers and, and stuff. So we're like <laughs> sitting down having beers. How good's this? And then Ken Cowley, E.T., and Les Davidson walk out with our CEO, Shane Richardson, yeah. and, they, and then Ken Cowley gives the spiel about Super League. And then at the end of the Super League spiel – Et and Les Davidson said, and we've signed, and this is a vision for our club, and we want all you guys to sign. Well, I'm thinking, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, and mate, um, I didn't know Et got paid 600 grand to say it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, but that's the vision. Yeah. So anyway, I, I'm like thinking, shit, what do I do? I, so I, I'm trying to ring my dad. Um, he was back in Cronulla. He was out on the pier, so I couldn't get onto him, which was a bit. Was he involved in the club too? Nah, not no no, that stage, no, right. So I get taken into a room. One by one, you go in and you sit with Ken Cowley and our CEO. Ken is the CEO on New Zealand at the time and our CEO. So like, it's pretty terrifying as a young kid. So m- mind you, I'd been in this room for an hour, so I'd drunk half a dozen beers. I'd just played a game of footy. I was pretty pissed by the time I got in there. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: And I'm sitting there and they're like, right. So this you is just stepped
1: my-. out of the shower, yeah. essentially.
2: <laughs> so this is how much money you're on and this is what we're going to pay you. And what they did is they doubled and a half your money. Yeah. And they said, and if you sign it right now, we'll give you this check. And they gave me, a, they said, this check for 25 grand, but you only get this tonight. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I'm pissed. You only get this 25 grand tonight, and we're going to pay you one one and a half times, or two and a half times your money. Yeah. Like, if you sign now, I'm like, oh, well, I'm in. <laughs> well, signed. Went and bought a Holden Commodore the next day. In Perth? check. <laughs> 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 Flew back straight down to the dealership. But, um, yeah, anyway, I ended up, my old man was filthy. He's like, what the hell, what did you sign that for? You know, he's the yeah. ARL guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's That's like, right. no, because you're going into the ARL to have a meeting. Yeah. So I go in and have this meeting, and Frank Stanton, who was his kangaroos coach in the um, in the early a- 70s, 80s, um, he's having a meeting with me, and he's like, well, what, what do you want to do? I said, I don't know. Dad just said, I've got to come in here. He goes, let me get him on the phone. So we have a conference. Dad says, I want you to stay with with the, the, the team, with the yeah. ARL. He goes, uh, said to Frank. But you just got to guarantee him the same money that Super League have guaranteed him. And he he goes, "Yep, no worries, we'll do that." I'm like, "This is the greatest thing ever." Keep the car. So so he so 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 he hangs up the phone. My dad hangs up the phone. He walks out. Frank Stent walks out, and Phil Gould walks in. Hey mate, I'm like Phil Gould was like a king. Yeah, Yeah. the king of the game, and you know, still sort of acts like it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he's not. I don't know, but he sat in. Fr- he sat in front of me, and he called me a greedy little, yeah, bastard. In know? the same room. So, so, so Frank Stanton had gone, and I was just left in there on my own. Phil Gould came and he goes. What's this guarantee crap? He goes. It's not going to be a Super League. We're not guaranteeing you this, you greedy little prick. That's and a bit rich. I'll never forget it. He doesn't really and know how to haggle, does he? That, <laughs> yeah. mate, I, like, I walked out of there thinking, I'm staying with the Sharks. I <laughs> rang Dad to trade. I said, stuff this. I'm staying with the Sharks. Yeah. And I ended up staying with the Sharks. Yeah. And honestly, that's what happened. I was Phil, smashed. Phil has never been a good negotiator. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, jeez. That's, um, uh, yeah. I don't care what they've said. Oh, mate. Oh, mate I, there was a lot of emotion going around. He probably didn't mean it. Well, he probably <laughs> did. But anyway, that, that's, that's why I ended up. I mean, I was gone. I I, I was, yeah. I'd signed the deal. I, I was just about to sign a deal to stay with the ARL yeah, and yeah, leave yeah. the Sharks. Yeah. Um, glad I didn't in the end. But yeah. um, anyway, that, that's yeah. I was around. Yeah, yeah. I was around. <laughs> well, I was in the thick of it. And then then my old man says, "Right, well, we're going to go back and we're going to negotiate. We're going to we're going to negotiate with Super League again because you got you signed under duress." Yeah. So he rings yeah. John Rebo and Ken Kelly, and we go yeah. and have a dinner at the Sheraton on the Park. We go in there and. This is hilarious. So dad's like, okay, I'll, I'll, don't say anything. I'll, I'll negotiate it. So we sit down. There's Reeves and, and Ken Cowley and Dad and I, and uh, we haven't ordered yet. So uh, Reeves goes right, oh Sludge. What, what, what do you what, what do you want? He goes, well, mate, you got to pay him two fifty. He goes, right, oh done. Can we have dinner now? And I'm like, oh shit, we should have asked for more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we could have asked for anything, honestly. But um, anyway, we we got that deal across the line and, and oh, moved yeah. on. So it was right, the was,
0: Wild West and the. I was, Transition to rugby union was just as eventful. <laughs> I yeah, trust.
2: Not, not not quite, but um, <laughs> mate, it was a fun it was a fun ride. That I mean, I, I literally feel like you know, looking back on my career, I had three really, I had three careers in one. Yeah, and they were all so different. You know, played at the Sharks, my dad's team, it was amazing. Eight years there. You know, we had a little bit of success, not quite the, the pinnacle. You know, we, we played in the Super League final. We, we You know, we got close in, in the Sharks. I still think the 99 Sharks were the best team I ever played in. Mm-hmm. The only team ever to be the minor premiers from round one to round 26. Like We led the comp yeah. from round one to, right. the, to the only team to ever do it. And we got beat in the prelim.
0: Yeah, because that was the year. It was the Storm and the Dragons. Yeah, Storm won on a... Penalty. Yeah. Penalty. Yeah, yeah, penalty. Yeah, because try. of Bill Harrigan's... Was
2: like Bill Harrigan was the star of that game? Yeah, <laughs> He liked that.
0: <laughs> he has got a spec saver. Still, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a terrible call. But now you know. are you a
2: St George fan?
0: No, I just I just don't like the storm. Yeah, right. Okay, I, I've never <laughs> met
2: a St George fan. I like so I'm glad <laughs> to say that. Well, no one really knows where St George is, realistically. All Queenslanders
1: don't know where St George is. Like they know where St George, Queensland is, but it's like yeah, yeah. You know, they just say. It's near
2: Cronulla almost, yeah, yeah. is what we, people we get called. We don't even call them St. George. St. George. They hate it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, now tell us from a Queensland perspective, like we've seen, you know, Gold Coast Titans are doing their thing and they're trucking along. But do you reckon oh, Queensland very could very have another
2: thing. team? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're doing their thing. I don't know what thing it is the Titans are doing. It's not great, but. Um, I they're breathing. They, I hopefully they work it out yeah. sooner, sooner than later. Yeah. Um, Ipswich, Ipswich, Redcliffe? Uh, no, no, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think the game can cope with more teams. Yeah, right. You know, it's not, it's not even an area. It's just the game. Like, you look at, it's, it's so sad looking at the stadiums are empty and it's mm-hmm. just... Mate, you put another team in Queensland, like, I don't know. I, I think it's good the way it is. I don't think they need any more teams. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should even think about expansion. I, I honestly think you could think about cutting teams. Yep. I honestly think go down to 12 teams, play two rounds. That's, you know... There's too many teams in Sydney, but you know, there's too many egos in the clubs. That yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like at least, actually, you know, at least St George had the foresight to merge. Yep. Yeah. You know, I give them a hard time about it, but you know, I mean, the Roosters. I mean, what about the egos at the Roosters? Do you reckon they're ever going to merge with anyone? Do you reckon yeah, yeah. they're ever going to merge with the, the Bunnies? That's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But that's or that's manly. the that's it's, perfect. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You look at you know the West Tigers merged, you know which was great. But if you could if you the include tics. the bull, Bulldogs into that, like mm. there's just too many sides and yeah. You know, there's passion amongst the game, but it's just spread so wide. Yeah. And it's just, you know, you look at American sport, the way they do things far out, you know. Yeah. I mean, they could have another 30 NFL sides, yeah. you know, and fill stadiums, but they don't. They yeah. want their product to be so strong. Refined, yeah. And, yeah. and just, you know, like, they just get it right. And, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, One day... Some administrator will go. Let's go and have a look at what the NFL do, yeah, and actually copy it. It's like no, let's. It's like our administrators. They want to. They want to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. yeah. It's like no, let's just go and find someone who's doing it right, mm-hmm. and do what they're doing. Um, you know, that's that's how I made a successful career. You know, all I used to do was watch football players that were good, and copy them. Yeah. And it actually worked pretty well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. so one day administrators might do that, and um, we might have a. A, a game that actually works. Did you
1: ever? Can you tell us about the most uh, obscure kind of uh, sniff you got from say? Did you ever get that American football thing happen? Like someone AFL. looking at you? AFL, 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 right? Yeah, day, right. Yeah.
2: So, so after my first year at Cronulla, um, we had um, our kicking coach Craig Davis was was the kicking coach. Um, Nick Davis's dad. He's an ex Collingwood sort of mm-hmm. legend. Great fella, um, and really helped me a lot with my kicking in the early days. And um, he used to always sort of, you know, say to me, you know, on the side, mate, you'd be great, you mate, you'd be, you'd be a good AFL player, mate. Mm. You should come over kick with us. And I'm like, nah, nah, not interested. But then I just sort of, sort of started to get a little bit of a, okay, that'd be pretty cool because I, I, like AFL and. Um, and then, yeah, met met with him and 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 one of the executives out at the Easter Show one year on on the sly and <laughs> they're all dodgy little meetings. <laughs> oh, Shared, yeah, Sheridan yeah. in the park Easter <laughs> yeah. Show, meet me the Easter uh, Show behind the scenes, meet me at um, the back of the Rudy Hill. Should just herself. said, well, what what sort of money am I looking at? You know, and I just I think it was actually I think it was like in '98 or something, just after I would played for Australia and stuff, and so things were looking all right, you know, money wise from the football from the league yeah. perspective, and and it was sort of like, oh, to, you know, be a Training contract basically, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to stay with the league. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I like eating nice. I don't, I don't really like two minute noodles. Well, I don't mind two minute noodles. I just don't want to eat them every day because yeah, yeah. I'm making 30 grand a year. Yeah. So, um ended up staying. But I'll tell you, had I been, had I been in a position that Carmichael Hunt, is he Fellower, in, yep. I, I'll tell you right now, 110 percent, I would have gone.
0: Right, yeah. I would,
2: I would love to have gone and had a crack at that game.
0: Wow,
2: yeah, I would love to have,
0: even if. It- even if it meant you had to move to Melbourne? <laughs>
2: you know what? It's funny you say that because my wife actually was saying to me the other day, what do you think about going back to Sydney? And I said, well, you can come back and visit the kids any time you want. <laughs> I said, I met my wife when she was in Melbourne and I used to spend a bit of time. I like Melbourne. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I like Sydney too. I just, I'm just, i just joking. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Unless it's for something special to come back, I'm pretty comfortable on the Goldie. Yeah, yeah. Nice I and warm. Mm. Now, to, to,
1: so someone who's, you know, played that much sport um, – you know, diverse. You know, two two different games, and someone who's negotiated a lot. Uh, it was interesting to see you didn't uh, kind of really alpha some of these contestants in Survivor. You really could
2: have gone full Super League wars on them. Yeah, I just wanted to be nice. <laughs> I, well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I don't like being offensive at all. Ever. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I could have gone pretty hardcore on a few of them. You before. could have gone to ten. <laughs> yeah, there, there was there was some people that didn't like doing much and sort of laid around and, and and then complained yeah yeah, yeah. you know those sort of people you know those sort of people mm-hmm. they complain when stuff's not the way they want it but they don't actually do anything about it um there's a, there a couple of those and but yeah at the end of the day you know i, I sort of was just trying to survive mm-hmm. and um just trying to build relationships so that i could get information mm. that potentially would hurt me um you know that the, the the saddest thing about it was the one person that I thought I had. Well, there was the two people that I had the best relationship was Steve and Sean. and Sean had the information, and she didn't yeah. do it to me. Yeah, she played you. Nice, <laughs> but but she had in her mind what she was going to do, and she, we even spoke about it afterwards. I'm like, what did you? What, what was going on? And she goes, I thought my plan was foolproof, and Benji just got in my head, <laughs> like so. She was just going to play that idol for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. Benji got in her head and then she ended up playing it for herself, and then I got ousted. I had an idol there to play it, but I was I was just so rattled doing trying to do the math of what Benji's saying. I mean, as if Benji was telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> like I should have just realised. Sounds like a leadership spill
1: down in Canberra, actually. Everyone's got the numbers wrong. <laughs> I, know, I think we were better organised.
2: <laughs> no, so what, what else on the horizon? Other than maxing out? Uh, maxing out, yeah. So we're sort of. Got that show shooting? uh, It launches on be on Channel Ten at the end of October, early November. We're just sort of looking at that date now. Um, But yeah, we're we're into season two, so we're just casting for that at the moment and um, speaking to a few uh, pretty high profile people who want to get thrown in the deep end. It's hard, you know, because what we need is is we need people to do it who don't want to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, right.
2: Because like no one wants to be. Torture. Out, yeah. no, no
0: one really wants to do a
2: marathon do they I well mean, not at the end of a 180k bike ride no, either <laughs> no. and, and after a
0: 3.8k swim so I can't believe that's all in the same day too isn't
2: it? yeah in, in, a, in a 15 hour time slot so um, you got to find people that are willing to buy in, yeah. But they're not actually because if someone goes, "Yeah, oh, I'm excited to do that," yeah, it's yeah. like, "No, no, we don't want you on the show." Yeah, then yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you either need to be a really good actor and tell us you don't want to do it and come yeah. and do it. But yeah, um, we've got a few people in mind, um, and uh, yeah, how are you finding them? You find them through. Uh through nominations from from people you nah, know? Nah, we, 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 we want people with a bit of profile. Yeah. Um, they don't necessarily have to be superstars, but we want, well, it helps with the show, yeah. sort of, I, I guess, the reach of yeah, sponsorship and that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a sponsor paid for, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the sponsors yeah. pay for the show. So um, we need sort of some people with profile So I'm, I'm trying to, I'm working on Commando Steve at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd be good. Yeah. He doesn't want to do it though. So I'm like, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, Fev Favola's
1: looking like he could. <laughs> yeah, that
2: yeah. would be good. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. oh mate. I'd love to see Fev fit again. He could probably still. He'd be like you. He could probably run back in. For oh a
2: Fev would could do it easy. I mean, AFL guys have got an engine like you wouldn't believe. They can just run all day. Yeah. Um, but if he hasn't been training, <laughs> tell you what, this single test you, yeah, it'll yeah. it'll it, it it takes you to places that you didn't think you could go to. That's for sure. Well, mate, thanks for joining
1: us today. Pleasure. It's been it's yeah. been great to hear what you're all, what you're up to and, and and you yeah,
2: you hit the ground. You're in the reality world now. So reality, yeah. yeah. I mean what is reality nowadays? <laughs> reality T V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So realistic. Well watching someone do, <laughs> did you oh
1: watching someone do well, a marathon is probably a bit more realistic and uh than, than you know, watching people uh, live in a household together with with Seven sisters. 15 women and (laughs) don't
2: pick one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, he just lived every man's dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got away away with it.
1: Yeah, it's a big, big move, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Bold. (laughs) Uh, That's what we were saying. We were saying the uh, old honey badger has his. his Rugby union roots at heart. In the end of the day, he just wants a yeah girl in a puffer vest and the yeah. moleskin trousers, doesn't <laughs> <Nice>. he? <laughs> yeah.
2: Good times. Didn't
1: find any of them on The Bachelor.
2: <laughs> no. Well, it's been a pleasure, guys. Thanks yeah, for having me. Mate, no worries. Like I said, love your work. And um, yeah, I'll come back anytime if you want.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll catch up when Max and Max and out's on. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be yeah. great. Thanks, no guys. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> you <music>